Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Bad Work Stories Made Good. We're here with Emma and I've got Rocky at my feet. Emma, do you have Mo with you? Your, no, your Mo's or... out r- r- running around outside. Yeah, morning time. <laughs> morning time. Well, what's our good? Uh, what's our bad work story to be made good this week? Well, with this week, we're going to talk about leaders not being real and holding mm. back their emotions. I mm. think we've probably all seen this, but recently uh, one of my clients has been going through a restructure. And I think the example that's come up is really talking about the business of restructure and what's required for a business, but actually not acknowledging what uh, the humans need. So what's going on for people? People are losing jobs. People are going through a lot of change and there's a lot of upheaval, but it kind of feels very mechanical what's going on. Um, so it's, it's not, it could be and can be a very, uh, good process, but unfortunately it's coming across as a little bit buttoned down and controlled. So that's, mm. um, that's the feeling that the okay. leaders are kind of giving, giving out. Okay, cool. Great mm. example for us to work on. And I can, mm. I can pitch one in here as well from actually just happened today. Um, so, um, yeah, and it's, a, it's the same thing about not being real. So here we have a, a leader who had a situation happen in his um, senior team. And um, privately, he's frigging pissed off, right? Mm-hmm. But externally, he's kind of acting like um, it's no big deal. Yeah. And, well, it's kind of his version is to use sarcasm, right, which is, mm-hmm. you know, um, one way. And we'll look at some other ways, but it's again, it's like um, Hmm. you know, not being real and the fear, you know, the bad work story, you know, the situation is the fear of being real, Mm. you know, like how do we, how do I actually do this, you know, in a way Mm. that doesn't create drama, right? So Mm. not Mm. understanding how to do that creates that fear, you know, fear of being. Uh, being real, you know, mm-hmm. when, um, when you know, stuff does happen that's not good. Totally. You know? And, totally. The, and, the, and the, the specific example, right, so people can anchor something on is, mm-hmm. and I'm sure, you know, you know, this is just such a common one, right, you know, that many people will resonate with it, which is, you know, you've organised a meeting and then, you know, a, f- a fair few of them decide that they've got other priorities and then just tell you that they're not turning up. <laughs> It's like, okay, <laughs> it's like let's not be there let's just not be there so um wow yeah so um i'm sure that's one many people can um identify with so um yeah so we're gonna we're kind of going to talk about mm. those those key themes how to make it good and we can come back and address those two situations we're going yeah. two for the price of one today oh, absolutely awesome awesome so is there anything else we want to say about um you know, the emotions before we get in to make it good? Well, I mean, I think the, uh, honestly, leaders, I think sometimes feel they're alone in these situations when they've got a big, big thing or something to deal with. And um, I would say you're never alone. 
um, mm. and mm. you know working with the team around you, having a having a close confidant, you know, someone like Karina or I, you know, <laughs> they'll be coaching you um, because was you know sometimes was that a plug, Emma? <laughs> well, just a shameless plug, um, but you know, being able to uh, you know express, go through that, and in a situation where this came up for me uh, was in where we an organisation we were working with was going into agile. And the CEO was about to address the front runner tribes as we were, we were helping the teams get prepared for the big change. And, um, and you know, we said, so how are you feeling about this, this change to Agile? And basically said, well, I'm, I'm actually totally terrified, actually. Um, I could mm. use some swear words because he did. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, essentially he was saying, I, I, I really, I, I you know, I'm, I feel like I'm handing over control of the organisation because we're going agile, which is going to be breaking down decision-making, making things more decentralised, smaller groups, teams. You know, we need things to move faster. So it needs to be, uh, you know, away from the decision-making at high Um and I'm, I'm really terrified about it. But mm. he said, mm. I really can't see any way forward. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trusting you guys to do this. And so he actually used this, you know, used the honesty with the group. And when we checked in afterwards, how did, how did you feel, you know, about what mm. was said, mm. um, the teams were saying, what's well, the first time we've ever heard him be honest? Um, wow. And it was amazing, and and they felt so responsible for the fact that you know they were being given this opportunity um, and this chance to really step up and really make a difference in the organisation. They felt the weight of what a leader has on their shoulders, and mm-hmm. so um, it was a really positive experience. Mm. But, well, let's, um, shall we yeah. break that down so for our listeners yeah. can, um, and, and we can you, we can you know stay with your example for for now, and then we can go to the other one. Yeah. So, so what's the breakdown? That so how? What were the key factors in there that made that good? So we had you know the beginning that was not good, and then what happened, or what what what's the kind of learning points in there to make it good? Yeah, the learning points are really that. Um, you know, communication goes beyond just the words. Um, and I think that, you know, if you are making, you've got a big decision or a big change or, or, or something big's happened in an organization and, you know, you get your wonderful com- you know, communications people to write out, da, 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 here's the rationale, here's the situation. But actually um, everyone will have an emotional response and reaction to it. So the first thing is if you're a leader delivering any communications, what is your own personal response or reaction? Just, you know, um, what, what's coming up for you straight away? Yeah, because, like, like being real, like, you know. What's, that's what's right. Get connect, connect, right? Yeah, yeah, to be connected. Connect into yeah, your own true. emotional reaction to this. Um. And, you know, having worked with leaders for so long, I know that they are human. <laughs> Most yeah. of them are not wanting to go out there and make big changes in organisations or, you mm. know, if mm. it's redundancies or if it's, you know, um, they don't go out there feeling like, oh, well, who cares? So what? People will lose their jobs. That's I, I don't think I've ever met a leader <laughs> that feels that way. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, so yeah. So I think connect in would be the first step for me with your own reaction and response and share that with someone close to you. Mm. Um, and so I think that, the, yeah, sorry, go, go. Yeah, carry on. So you, so you can get your feelings out and then, um, and then you feel more comfortable with sharing them with the wider group um, beyond, you know, your inner circle. Mm. And I think there's something there around the fear of losing it, you know, like, mm. um, you know, the, you know, the, the number of, of um, leaders who, you know, it's almost like they think like, oh, my God, you know, to be a leader, I've got to be like so, so calm and controlled, like contained. Yeah. And I think, you know, the the bad work piece in there is that people think that there's kind of like a human superpower, you mm. know, that this calm control thing is like nothing phases them. You know, you might yep. have heard that phrase, you know, before. Yeah. And like, it's like, oh, nothing phases them. But the, as you, you know, saying is like, well, the truth is they are freaking phased. Yeah. You know, that there is a frustration, there is a um, a fear factor. You know, I don't know how to handle this and, and the restructuring. You know, I don't know what's going to be happening. I'm afraid of letting go, you know, facing the unknown. Mm. You know, like, you know, saying the words, I trust everyone, and then actually really meaning it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it can be a bridge, you know, for, for yeah. a lot of people. Um, you know, so that that actually kind of getting off your pretense piece of yeah, totally. look, I've, got, I've, I've got my shit together kind of thing to actually totally. being vulnerable, right? You know, just saying, look, you know, um, this is how it is for me. Mm. You know, and so actually, yeah, like, um, and and I think the clarity is for me anyway is that emotional regulation is still really important, right? So mm. it's, this is not a Absolutely. license to say. Oh yeah, you can lose your shit and just no. you know react or no. scream and no. yell or whatever. And okay, all of those are options, but they have consequences. Absolutely right. You know, and yeah. um, and we've probably all been there. We've either done it or been on the receiving end of it, and mm. we know mm. all that does is create more drama. Well, it creates that fight, flight, fear. You know that whole you know our whole reaction and our body will you know will be. Ugh. You know, so, and what we're wanting for leaders to be is to connect and to have mm. that emotional connection. And you can't do that if you're beating others up or if you're, you know, scaring people. So um, it, it is that that rallying around that human response to others' needs. And I think mm. that's that's the level of emotional pitch that we're looking at for leaders is to connect in and to be, as you say, not lose your shit, but basically um, be honest. I mean, it's a, it's a deep honesty um, and and having thought through, because it won't be your first response, as I say, you know, <laughs> I felt like this when I first went through this, but now I'm feeling I need to connect with you or I need to share with you, I need to ask your help or I need to, you know, mm-hmm. get you get you on you know on side for our our next step or you know whatever it is that you need people to do, um, mm. or just open the space for people to be, which you know in the workspaces you know we do find oh do 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 what's the next step what's the next mm-hmm. step what's the next step, so yeah. allowing space. 
Allowing space, um, beautiful. Mm. And and there's a you know if you're just listening to Emma there, you might have picked up that there's a lot of I statements. <laughs> this is how I feel. This is what's going on for me. So that I is taking ownership of my feeling. You know, just saying, look, you know, the, the feelings that are coming up for me right now are this. You know, mm. I feel sad. I feel confused. I feel very frustrated that this has happened. Yeah. You know, and um and that. Allowing that, um, you know, allowing the color, if you like, to to come in, and, and the the senses, you know, it's a it's a whole body experience to be present, and then to be able to say, okay, so you know, having acknowledged this, what do we need to do about this? How does it relate to our culture, etc.? Yeah. You know, what do we need to? What do we need from each other, or, or you know, mend in our culture moving forward? And it can be a very beautiful thing, you know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anything else? And, you know, the, yeah. and the reality is that with the outcome of this is that leaders become uh, are more trusted, um, mm. and you know that's uh, trustworthy, and 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 they can be, you know, and and they will be seen as um, more grounded. More, you know, more not 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 someone high up, not a not a, a you know just a figurehead, but actually a real person who is a, a, a true human. And you know, that's what organisations need uh, more now than ever. <laughs> mm, absolutely, yeah, very nice. Anything else on this particular example for right now? Um. I think, yeah, I mean, I think the pretending and holding back, you know, is um, is dangerous, you know. Mm. It's, it's you know, I, I've seen, you know, people or, or, or actually not talking at all. So I think that holding back and the, you know, a, an absent leader um, is, is dangerous mm-hmm. because in the lack of, that when people aren't, when a leader is not present and, and um, fronting, then we are all able to create stories. <laughs> Imaginations mm. run wild. <laughs> yeah. um, I, you know, I've seen some incredible you know stories created around a lack of fronting up by leaders um, to to tough situations, mm. and you know that that does not help. <laughs> anybody um and and you know the fear just just rolls out throughout an organization um yeah Mm. Mm. beautiful anything else on that situation no that's that's all that's coming up for me right now okay cool yeah yeah cool well i'll just um do kind of a bit of a practical thing on the other you know the second situation we're we're discussing here around um around meetings Mm. so you know the the you know the situation is to recap was you know you've had and i'm you know i said sure this resonates with people will be that you've organized a meeting and then last minute you find out you know you know a third of your people or even a quarter of your people whatever you know some key people um decide not to turn up just tell you they're not coming (laughs) Right, you know, it's like what the frick, um, and you know, and then so what do you do about that, right? You know, so yeah. you know the option, you know, the kind of the um, path of least resistance, if you like, can be the okay. Well, this is what we're facing with, you know, 
laugh it off or rejig or use sarcasm or any other number of, you know, um, different approaches. But actually coming back to the core piece of, as we've been talking with your example, Emma, is stop pretending. Mm. You know, I mean, are you pissed off? <laughs> yeah. Like, what the frig, you know? Yeah. Like, um, this is an important meeting. It's my meeting. Yeah. Yes. Right. And actually, you know, the the disrespect, you know, like when you look at it from a cultural perspective, and I think this is the key thing, yeah, is from a cultural perspective, this is not about you and I, this is about how have we agreed to behave yeah. in our organization with each other. And of course, people have their own tendencies around their own personal values and, you know, being respected or trusted and stuff like that. Um but yeah, and I think it's it's a really interesting one that um, I've seen many many leaders take the path of least resistance, which is just not to confront it, mm. but actually to be honest and to confront it in a way that says, "Hey, you know, you know, to give some feedback." You know, when you when you just told me you weren't turning up for my meeting, I was really pissed off. Yeah, you know, I mean, we all know, you know, like if you're per- preparing meetings, putting stuff into it, the planning, Absolutely. you know, making it really successful, not wasting people's time. Yeah, and, and getting someone... the right people together exactly. is, uh, is an important part of our of our work. And, you know, wanting everyone's input into, you know, what if it, you know, and it is an important meeting, that's why we get together. We get together to work together and um, to make, you know, to solve the the big problems and the challenges face the challenges and if you don't turn up then what is the point <laughs> and allowing that to, and not addressing it uh, yeah. you know yeah. and you know so um you know so, in terms yeah, so what can we yeah. do what can so we do in terms then? of making that good yeah um, you know having that having that ability to say hey this you know this is how I'm feeling like just what we were talking about before is that you know that when you told me you weren't coming up I felt really disappointed Mm. I felt really frustrated. I actually am pissed off. And I think the yeah. difference, you know, that that people are not used to, or some, you know, some in this situation, it's like the when someone, it, we're not used to saying, like just naming the feeling and speaking like this. It's kind of like if you're pissed off, it must be this big drama thing and raise mm. your voice. And, you know, like you said, you know, the fight or flight kicks in and we're afraid yeah. of that. And, and stuff or, going on behind the scenes yeah. and people are saying, what, what do you think he was really feeling or they were really feeling? What, you know, what was really going mm. on, you know? Mm. Just so much drama gets created. I know, and I know. And, and then on the reverse of that, I've seen situations where leaders have thought it's their God-given right to be angry. Yeah. Um, and and to express it yeah. as as like real anger, like you know, like dramatic anger. It's um, a misconception of power, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, some leaders, that, you know, are the, who are undeveloped really feel that if they can show their anger, they'll be powerful. But um, it's all wrong. <laughs> we don't. It's all wrong. You know, and yeah, and it's um, it's so. And I think the other piece, so it's a, it's like two bad story, work stories in one. So being able to, like what we've just, you know, with your example, Em, you know, having that that confidence and uh, vulnerability to say, hey, look, this is how I'm feeling, you know, mm. like took a long time to get this meeting together. The fact that you're not going to be there impacts things. Yes. So let's have a chat about what your other priority is and see if we can come up with some solution because it's yes. really important for you to be there. Yes. I think the other perspective that is sometimes lost is um, that, and I've, I've heard this a couple of times, which is, oh, so-and-so leader is so calm. Like, oh, my God, you know, they, they never ruffle. 
Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's kind of like this aura of they have a special superpower. Mm-hmm. And the impact of that is people think that they, they're like, because they have real feelings, right, then they're not calm, um, that there's, there's this disconnect. And yes, it's mm-hmm. a skill and, um, you know, the, the, the calm piece, but it's also the, rea- the realness around there because I can yeah. still be, communicate my anger to you in a calm way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think that's, it's, it's, a re- it's so rich, you know, what can we can learn from each other. Yeah, and I think there's an edge the to that calmness. As long as it is true calm and yeah, the person is made, not, not the seething, yeah. you know, you've had yeah. that. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> <the> seething calm. <laughs> You're like, okay, I don't, I still feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's like that um, in, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like a silent clobber, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. you know, You know, oh, is there anything wrong, Karina? Nope. <laughs> no, I'm fine, I'm fine. You know, and I think, I'm sure we've all faced that, you know, I'm fine. Thank you. And you go, my God, no, she's not fine. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, like the strategy that you introduced, you know, right up the front, which is being able to talk that through with someone you really trust, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. you can actually download the rawness <laughs> of your how you're feeling. And well, get we all need to vent. I mean, we all need to vent from yeah. time to time. Exactly. <laughs> we just don't need to do it in front of everybody. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, have the emotion, regulate, and, and then come back to purpose, right? Mm-hmm. You know, what is the purpose? The purpose is to course correct. The purpose is to reinforce Yes. You know, the purpose is to connect and be real. Exactly. And then how do we create that environment that is values aligned for what we're up to? So, yeah, interesting. There we go. Well, two situations that I think, you know, people Lots can deal with, can, yeah. can resonate with and, and hopefully find uh, some way forward. Um, and if, you know, and you are a leader um, and this makes sense to you, then time to time to maybe connect in with your own maybe examples of when you've done it well and when you maybe haven't done it well. Yeah. What you're learning from that. Mm. Yeah. Very good. Well, over and out from us for another week. And we'll see you next week. Emma and Make those bad work stories good. Hope you enjoyed this episode and that the perspectives we had shared stimulate your thinking and are a catalyst for your own reflections and actions. If you have a bad work story you would like to share, get in touch at help at badworkstoriesmadegood.com and if you enjoyed or have some feedback please leave a review we appreciate it till next time may all your bad work stories be made good